Now you're about to enter a realm where the ropes of reality blur and a squared circle becomes the ultimate truth. Welcome to a podcast where the hosts dare to believe that every slam and every rivalry and every triumph inside the ring is as real as it gets. Step into a mysterious world where backstage whispers are mere echoes and a scripted drama unfolds as part of real life. Get ready for a journey where disbelief is suspended and the spectacle is nothing short of surreal. They are the Mics on Mics. And this is Drive-By Wrestling, and we are about to enter the Kayfabe Zone. Hey, hello, how's it hanging? I'm Mike J. He's Mike S. We, the Mics on Mics. This is Drive-By Wrestling, the Kayfabe Zone. Mike, how the hell's it going? It's going pretty good, man. Pretty good week. I actually only have, like, one more day at work, and then I'm off all next week. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, my sister-in-law is going on a work trip. And so, for reasons, <laughs> the baby daddy, who, by the way, I want to stress, just because he's not, okay, so, I want to stress, I think this dude's a pretty good dad. Um, the baby daddy, for reasons, can't take the kids that week, right? It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense where he lives in regards to their school, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, I've taken off next week of work so that I can be uh, I can be Mr. Dad. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to be making sure two kids get to school on time, <laughs> do their homework, get picked up from school on time. Um, You're going to be ready to go back to work. That's Well, I'm only going to do it a couple days, right? Um <laughs> It's only going to be like a couple days, like like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, a few days. And then Wednesday night, like Wednesday, they're going back to them. She'll be back. And then uh, uh, Wednesday night, I got a concert. Concert season is upon me, my friend. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's that, uh, that's that kid-free life, man. <laughs> yeah. Concert yeah. season. I remember Concert what that used season. to be like. <laughs> and I'm 40, and all, all the bands I loved when I was 16 and 17 are on tour, and it is dope. So I'm seeing Static X and Seven Dust. Yeah, I, I want to see Seven Dust so bad. Oh, and dope, because like, you know. Same band. <laughs> 
same band. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like dope is there. Uh, yeah, Seven Dust. I had a weird interaction with their lead singer one time. Um, I was at a concert festival they were performing at, and it was the final day of the festival, and they had performed already. They were performing like earlier in the day. And they had already performed, and uh, it was a little bit later. And it was the third day of a three-day festival, and I had been going pretty hard. It was a wife-free festival weekend, so I was shithoused every day. Um, So by the third day, I was just completely fucking dead to the world drained. And there was a group of us, like six or eight people, and we were all kind of sitting in a row right along this walking path. And here comes LeJean Witherspoon from Seven Dust with his, like, girlfriend walking. And everybody just kind of puts their fists up to, like, get, like, a fist tap. Yo, what's up, LeJean? And I'm not sitting at the end, man. There's, like, I'm, like, in the middle. And he's going through fist tapping everybody. And he gets to me and he stops and instead of fist bumping me, he like grabs my hand and both like my fist in both hands, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like cups it. And he's like, looks me in my soul. And is like, how are you doing today, man? And I was like, I'm fucking great, man. And he was like, that's fucking great, man. Right on. And just kept like fist bumping the rest of my friends. It just went on. And I was like, that was, fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> that man saw something in your soul that you needed that that day yeah it was weird man <laughs> i was like that was strange <laughs> oh that's wonderful that's wonderful um <clears throat> what wasn't strange was the reemergence this friday of uh, dakota kai kind of you're good god damn it, you're good <laughs> we've been kind of uh you know, the last couple of weeks talking about this whole Bailey damage control, uh, where was Dakota when they turned on her? Thank God she listened to our show and knew they were going to turn on her kind of deal. Right. And yeah. last last week, Dakota comes out. Still has uh, ex- come through on that other part, though. Well, yeah, we'll I will work on that for you, Mike. Uh, no, nah, it's cool, man. I'm I'm married. I don't think <laughs> like, let's be real. Uh Look, man, I'm not going to burn a hall pass on Bailey, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> not, not going to burn a hall pass on Bailey. I just, it's not like, you know, like, I'm sorry, like there's in wrestling. No, certainly not. And first of all, not even in damage control. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. She, yeah. like, might be my last choice in the whole group, just to be <laughs> real with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, man. I like girls built like Dakota Kai. I fucking, y'all talk all that Taylor Swift shit, man. My wife's built just like her. And fucking, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, so Dakota Kai <laughs> showing up, explaining herself to Bailey, kind of. Um. And then when the rest... No, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this, but I have Dynamite on while we're watching this, and the goddamn Young Bucks just put their fucking hands on Tony Schiavone. 
Are you fucking serious? Shoved him right on his fucking ass. And then went to help him back up. Oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're going to give him the double knee. No. Fucking thank God, Sting. Fucking thank God Darby and Sting are here. Oh, my God. No, it's just Darby. Okay. <laughs> Either way, man. Look, guys, Tony Schiavone is a goddamn national treasure. And he an is. icon in the industry. You don't, don't put your hands put on him. your fucking hands on Tony fucking Schiavone. No. Only Lois Schiavone puts her hands on Tony Schiavone and only on Saturday nights when they have rough sex. Uh, yeah. Listen to the podcast. Listen listen to what happened one. <laughs> they, talk, they talk about it like at least once an episode. <laughs> so uh, with that thought in our head, um, Dakota Kai, uh, like I said, kind of explained herself, but not really. But when the rest of damage control comes down, she uh, she makes the save. Look, Bailey, I'm really confused because I I want to trust her, but I still don't trust her, Mike. Uh, look, OK, I don't trust her either, man. But here I have this moment, right? I forgot When the, okay, so when the crowd started chanting Hug It Out, mm-hmm. I was like, Hug It Out. And then it clicked, man. I forgot. I forgot who Bailey is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, man? I'll be goddamned if I wasn't like almost teared up. Like, she got a hug again, man. It doesn't matter if I trust Dakota or not. It doesn't matter. Bailey got a hug again. I agree. She she needs to come back to the light, right? I'm, yeah, and I mean, like, I, I, I get it. Everybody's got to grow up, right? No one's saying mm-hmm. be, that, be that goofy girl anymore. But, mm-hmm. but you know, you got to hug. You're Bailey. You got to hug. You got to hug. Yeah, I think maybe it's just, you know, time to time to uh, slightly come back to giving the love, man, and seeing where that gets her because it's kind of been a dark path for her, and it hasn't really. I mean, it's been successful in a way, but it's starting to it's starting to unwind, you know. Oh, it's starting to unwind, bud. Oh, it has unwound. It's unwidden. <laughs> I don't think that's right. But no, it, yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. Now, of course, I'd love to talk to you guys. Me and Mike would both love to talk to you guys about the ever-evolving main event picture for the men's titles at WrestleMania. But since, you know, the bloodline does not like to come to work that often anymore, uh, you know, we didn't really get much closure on all the stuff that went down at the press conference and Cody and rock and Roman and all that. So, you know, we'll have to save that for next week. Cause apparently they're going to decide to come to work tonight as we record this, but you know, must be nice. Mike must be nice. Yeah. I mean, 
here's the thing like the rock is in charge he's the boss now and nepotism's a motherfucker yep yep yep. you know here's the thing about nepotism though right uh nepotism is super interesting because uh as a whole uh as um people as a whole all seem to agree that nepotism is wrong correct but hmm. no one turns down the opportunity to use nepotism also when, correct when given like it's a <laughs> really interesting thing that we all agree that it's pretty wrong but everyone when given like a leg up because of nepotism takes it yep wild <laughs> it, it is wild it is wild and you know so here's the thing now we don't know we don't know what this is going to look like because at one point in time i think we would both be in agreement that the bloodline was the strongest faction in pro wrestling correct I definitely would agree that with that. And it's kind of since crumbled and we haven't seen what it will or could look like with the seemingly the rock and, and Roman joining forces. And maybe we'll get to see that. But I'd say until we see, you know, these guys decide to fucking come to work, uh, Strongest faction in pro wrestling currently, the Judgment Day, Mike, and we need to talk about them a little bit. You think that the Judgment Day is the strongest faction? I mean, I don't see an argument for anyone else, do you? Got the. What's that? What about. What about. The Blackpool Combat Club. Um, maybe, but for the, I think I want to say just for the sheer duration of time. I mean, Judgment Day ran Edge out of WWE, right? He's gone. He's gone. They they like it's crazy too cuz like it's weird that like all right, so most people don't it, he put up his career like it was loser leaves town but like Oh, they took his name, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Took everything from the man. Yeah. Yeah. Ran him out. They've been, well, you know, Finn and Priest, uh, undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, or I don't even know how long at this point, um, defeated the Usos for that, remember. Uh, the strongest <laughs> at the time faction. Um, 
Priest also, Mr. Money in a Bank, which we're going to get to. Um, at one point, Dominic was NXT North American champion. And Rhea Ripley, WWE women's, uh, I'm sorry, world, women's world champion. Sorry, get those titles confused. Um, and has been absolutely dominant in that position because mommy's always on top, Mike. Mommy's always on top. And then you get the addition of a, a J.D. McDonough, which love him or hate him, the guy plays a role and helps them to fucking hate him as a group stay on top. Look, just because his head is shaped like a Roadblocks character, but, yeah, that's exactly why you should hate him. He's a little, he's a little, I don't know what the word is for him. He's a little, he's a little, I don't know. Uh, um, he's an annoying little potato. I like it. Okay. I was going to say prick, but potato actually works better. Um, but yeah, That's so like ju- crazy. Like I just thought about it. He's Irish, right? <laughs> he is. I didn't even like put that. I just like in my mind, I just pictured like a just like like a little potato, just like his head, like a potato to me. It's not a Roblox character. It's like he has like it's like he has Peter Dinklage's head, but <laughs> someone like beat it about like four times <laughs> with a heavy broomstick you know like <laughs> like not something that's gonna really fuck him up but like it's gonna like you know it's like a misshapen peter dinklage head like it's it's i don't like his face i don't like his attitude and i don't like his face his face is like he looks like he, I don't know, man. He looks like he cries when he gets mad, and uh, I it, like, but like mad about like, like he doesn't get his way. <laughs> like I wanted to eat here, but everybody else wanted to eat here, and now I'm mad about it, and I'm gonna cry because like I just can't control that motion, you know, like a toddler. He looks right. Like, he looks like that. Like he's a like. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck Jamie. I can I can see that. But effective in distractions and interference and again helping keep judgment day where they are now. A couple of uh, things I do want to bring up on the negative side, Mike. You know, they gotta figure out this situation with our truth. It seemed like maybe on Raw, uh they finally gave him the beatdown he needed to make him realize he's not a part of their group. I love our truth, but the man's got to smarten up a little bit, Mike. He's going to get himself majorly hurt if he doesn't stop fucking around with the Judgment Day. I worry that he has a brain injury. It's highly possible, unfortunately. I don't know how else to explain his behavior. He, he like, he like. You remember, like, when Antonio Brown took that hit from Montez Perfect? And I get, <laughs> like, and everybody kind of looks back at it like, that's the one that did it. You know? Because mm-hmm. we all know, y'all know what I mean when I'm like, that's the one that did it. Like, mm-hmm. like, 
like he rattled that dude's like dome so hard that like it fucking made him like wildly crazy. <laughs> um and I wonder if maybe at some point Truth took some kind of hit like that, man, that like you know what I mean, like when your career is getting fucking thrown at the ground. I just I worry. I worry. And I just don't think he's like in the best state of mind to understand that these people don't have his best interest at heart. No, I mean you 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 stand here and you give these people all the money you made on t shirts and they beat the crap out of you and you still don't understand it. Like someone's got to sit him down and help him out. I think I think maybe the Miz and DIY are trying to do that, but you know I feel bad for no. the guy. So bad, man. He's just trying to make him money. Yep. Yep. He's trying to trying be friends. To group back on like, you don't. Uh, you don't want to buy friendship though. No, I mean, but he's like not trying to buy friendship. He's just trying to get the group back on track. Yeah. Get yeah, the yeah. merch sales. Get everybody to come together as a team. And it's like, man, these guys are just hate. He's just stumbling when how he's going about it. Poor guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But so that that's one thing. And again. <clears throat> for Judgment Day to remain, and, and while I don't agree with them beating the crap out of Miz, or I'm sorry, uh, our truth all the time, like they do need to kind of rid themselves of that because it's a distraction. And they have, you know, title matches for the tag titles coming up. You know, WrestleMania is coming up. Mommy's got to defend against Nia Jax, which is, you know, no small feat. Uh, Rhea even, you know, the whole thing on Raw with Becky and Nia and Rhea and Rhea basically saying you're going to have to kill me when Nia Jax could literally sit on her and kill her. So it's kind of scary. Um, I, I'm amazed that people get up from what is Jax's move, the Annihilator. Uh, even even Rhea Ripley has been put down by it. And it, it's it's a scary thing. I, I love Rhea Ripley and I want her to retain this title, but it's going to be a tall mountain to climb in her uh, home country uh, at Elimination Chamber, Mike. And I don't know. It's it's going to be something to see, but they need a distractions going. Um, Naya is a powerhouse. Yes, she is. Rhea is also a powerhouse, though. Um, yep. Naya does have the strength advantage, but I also... She gets a size advantage. I don't know if she has a strength advantage. I, I also don't think that she's had an opponent. Like, okay, so she matched up with Charlotte. Charlotte fucking stood mm -hmm. for a minute. You know what I mean? And it, you could tell it was a bit of a... Uh, it, it threw her off that there was someone that physically wasn't quite as uh, intimidated by her, I guess would be the right word. Yeah, I think that works. So I think that uh, an athlete of Rhea Ripley's strength and caliber definitely has the opportunity to shake her. She's not going to know. How to how to respond to some of the things that Rhea is going to be able to do. Um, 
does Rhea slammer? Yeah, I, she might. I think she might. I mean, Rhea's going to have to pull out all the stops <clears throat> to get the I, win over her, and I mean, she's going to have to catch her off guard. Her, I think it's really going to catch her off guard. Mm-hmm. She's going to be shocked, and it's going to mm-hmm. be good good shock to be able to capitalize on. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then, of course, you have the you know Rhea looking to that women's elimination chamber to see who she's actually going to face it. Uh, WrestleMania because again Bailey already chose Io so winner gets uh, Rhea and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out now other thing I want to touch on with Judgment Day is it strategy I know there's been attempts and it hasn't really played out because of interference from guys like Drew and whatnot but Damian Priest in the Money in the Bank briefcase Mike is he taking too long? Is he not seizing the correct opportunities? Because I feel like there's way better times for him to try to cash in that he's not doing and the times where he is trying to take advantage of this are, uh, so are poor choices. I'm going to address, you said two things, and I'm going to start with the second thing first. Uh, the second thing you said was, um, has he has he had it too long i'm a firm believer in holding on to that case as long as you need to Mm -hmm. i don't think there is such a thing as holding it too long unless you hold it till the next money in the bank happens and then you lose your opportunity correct i don't think there is such a thing as holding it too long should you be waiting for the right opportunity but that comes in with the other thing you said you nailed the word strategy he mm-hmm. had no strategy for this mm-hmm. and it and it actually makes me wonder if that isn't the issue within the whole judgment day there uh, isn't a strategist amongst the group when edge strong was there, point of course they had direction and that's how they built their strength was because they had direction they had a leader a strong leader when they gave them direction and purpose and strategy, you had the ultimate opportunist. Are you telling me right now if Damian Priest had that fucking briefcase and Edge was still there, that he wouldn't have already cashed in and been the world champion? It's a valid point you make, Mike. They have no strategist. It's, and it's because they have and no quote-unquote leader, right? They have no leader, and they're rudderless. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry end of the day a group needs a leader and they need a direction and they need a purpose man you kind of just made me change my whole opinion from the top of the show about them being the most powerful faction in pro wrestling like just they're absolutely directionless and, and rudderless without a leader without like like they have no strategy to how they go about anything they could be the most powerful faction in pro wrestling, but now I'm thinking maybe they're not. I mean, they they're have, definitely close, but they need someone to guide them. They need someone to step up and say, look, I'm the leader, and this is what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually I'm the one that changes your mind, Like, Yeah, so they just... <laughs> like, like, let's take our truth man, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't have anybody to step in and be like, look, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were all yeah. enjoying the money, yeah. though. 
Edge would have never let this go down. <laughs> shit would have lasted by the end of Raw. By the, the the end of the first Raw, he pulled that bullshit. Yep. They would have bodied him. Yep. But no, hmm. man. And Finn? Finn? Finn's no leader. Mm-mm. Finn is no leader, guys. He is not. Not at all. And Damian Priest isn't a leader. Damian Priest also isn't a follower. So that's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's Clearly Dominic's not a, a leader. And, yeah. and, and like, J, JD's a potato. JD's a potato. And Rhea, I think, would like to lead. And she has the capabilities of a leader. But I think in a male-dominated industry such as this, it's going to be hard for her to overcome. Does she need to just try to take those reins? She does, but, you know, I hate to say that, but, like, really, it's a male-dominated industry, and I think that it would be a hard hard sell for her. But if anyone can pull it off, it's her. I think honestly, if she just stepped up one day and was like, "Yo, like remember when she told everybody just kind of shut the fuck up how it was?" Mm-hmm. Everybody just shut the fuck up, and then it was kind of how it was. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I think part of the problem is too, Mike. You're kind of right, and it almost was like she was like the default leader there for a minute, but. At that time, she had kind of handled everyone in the women's division. That was before Nia's return and, you know, uh, her ascension. Focus on now. Yeah, and it's distracting the group. And I don't mean that in a negative way towards her. Obviously, she's got to take care of her championship and her division as well. But it's almost like they've started to get spread thin with things going on towards a group but outside the group and Rhea has to focus on her title, her career, uh her division. And it's not allowing her like she had been able to when she had beaten everybody to, you know, just kind of lead them even if they didn't call her the leader. Uh and it might be a crack, Mike. I, I you've turned me, man. You've turned me. You're not the first guy that said that to me. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. It's going to be real interesting to see how this plays out. We have Elimination Chamber coming, what, next Saturday, I believe? Um, I'm not going to be awake to watch that. I'm going to have to watch that on replay for sure. That's not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday? Correct. And it's like... Oh, I'm not going to see that. There's a 5 a.m. There's an unsanctioned pro show. And... Oh, it's at five. Oh, yeah, because it's at Australia. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm I'm definitely not gonna watch that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will. I will watch it on the I'm replay. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not yeah. gonna, like as it happens, and I'm probably not gonna get to it. Mm. And no. I it was like this Saturday, and I was like, Jesus, man, <laughs> I can't pull that off this Saturday. We're doing <laughs> doing the Valentine's Day with the wife. There you go. There you go. Um, Iron Claw just came out on Amazon, <laughs> on Amazon to rent this week. Like I got stuff to do. 
Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, Mike, is there anything else that you want to bring up or speak on this week for the world of pro wrestling? No, but when I say Valentine's day, I just mean we're going to exchange band t-shirts and then have sex. That's like the perfect. Uh, yeah. 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 I got her a Chris Cornell t-shirt. Nice. She got me a Deftones hoodie. Nice. So she doesn't know that I know that, but I know. <laughs> uh, I just acted like I didn't see it. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's going to be a good, dude, this Chris Cornell shirt is sweet as fuck. Y'all <laughs> got it right uh, from his website. And it says on it right on the front, it says it's a black t-shirt and it says, uh, like in gold letters, like no one sings like you anymore. Oh fuck! And then the back it says Chris Cornell. Beautiful, beautiful. That one still hurts. Um, this Saturday. Oh, fuck What's that? I said, oh fuck, it does. Yeah, this Saturday, <laughs> uh, our friend over at WID, uh, two seventeen, uh, uh, Mike J's birthday. Um, guest will be Kelly Humphreys, uh, on Watch This Doss podcast. Um, the resident witch for WID. She's a witch, Mike. And Daniel's going to interview her, so tune into that. She's Daniel a witch. Grothy. You're round. US. She's What's a witch. that? Round. You're round. Not just spooky season. Yeah, not just spooky season. She's a real <laughs> witch, like a real, <laughs> actual witch. Like not, like full time, year round. That's what she does. Like not, not, not as in a pretend spooky season one. This is a real. <laughs> witch you guys although you know when i think of witches all i can think of is how i fell in love with uh sarah jessica parker when i was in my formative years <laughs> hocus uh, pocus. oh yeah you jerked off the hocus pocus too <laughs> still do what i mean fuck man uh uh i'll be real i have seen hocus pocus like like one actual time, like the first time I ever <laughs> really watched Hocus Pocus was about three years ago, and it's a pretty good movie, man. I get why everybody is obsessed with it. Um, but I have jerked off to scenes <laughs> from it uh, on TV as a teenager at least a fucking dozen times, man. Like, <laughs> is so she might be like one of the first women that like ushered me into like big titty goth chicks <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it, it started somewhere and i think it was there yeah, for a lot of us in my in our age bracket a real problem for me the same way sunny did for white track <laughs> yes yes well said well said like i say it every week it's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. Now, thanks for joining us in the Kayfabe Zone. New episodes of Drive By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts can be found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash drive by pod and follow us on twitter at drive by pod 
This has been a presentation of the Near Fall Network.